Do you have an event coming up and you think, man, an F-cubed presentation would be perfect for this event? Companies, conferences, organizations, groups, whatever you guys got, man, fitness, finance, faith, maybe some blend of all the above, maybe motivation, maybe inspiration, whatever it is, if you think that I could bring some value to your group, to your people through F-cubed, man, I would love to be a part of that conversation. Reach out to me anytime, jschultzf3, social media across the board. You can email me, jschultzf3 at gmail, and I will be so humbled to even be considered for your group and your people. F-Cubed Podcast, we are back. We are back, and man, we are in high spirits, man. I really, so I've got a faith-only piece uh, in the hopper for you guys. And, you know, so fitness, finance, faith, I mean, I, I obviously love all three areas for different reasons, but, man, I'll tell you, man, when I'm doing these faith-only podcasts or these faith-only videos on YouTube, I really, really enjoy this because this is very new for me. I mean, you know, I've been a Christian for a really for a long time and, you know, my faith has really grown the last couple of years. But I've never really like dug into the word and dug into scripture and then try to put it out there for you guys like I'm doing now. And so it's been really a lot of fun for me. It's been um educational for me. I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about, you know, my own my own beliefs and my own understanding of the word and what I think I understand and what I really don't understand. And so it's been uh, you know, my hope of course is that you guys are getting something from all of these podcasts, but specifically the faith pieces since that's what we're doing here today. But I've learned a lot too. So I've learned a lot along the way and so it's been very reciprocal in nature. And so I appreciate you guys for taking the time to listen to any of these podcasts, especially the faith-only uh, pieces, because because of you guys, you know, my own understanding and knowledge and faith has grown. And so thank you guys for taking the time to do this. And so all that being said, you know, I've got something ready to go for you guys that I think might be, hmm, you know, I always say these things are interesting. That's kind of my go-to word. You know, if you listen to any of my podcasts within the first few seconds, I usually say, oh, this is really interesting. And so uh, I can't think of anything else to go with today, so we'll go with that. I think this is also uh, pretty interesting, but I'll let you guys be the judge of that. Sleeping in the storm. So first and foremost, this the title of this and this idea was really inspired by a song by a Christian band called Unspoken. And if you guys have never heard of Unspoken or heard any of their music, you literally need to pause this podcast right now and go check out some of their jams. You got to check out The Cure. You've got to check out Sleep in the Storm. They've just got some really, really good music. And, you know, if you like Christian music, you're probably going to like you know this music but if you don't like christian music and you're kind of like oh jim i'm not i'm not about to rock out to some christian music you know this is not 
you know, your your traditional, typical Christian music where it's, you know, organs and a bunch of hallelujahs. And so it's not anything like that. You know, you wouldn't even know. Like, if you just listened to these guys for, you know, a few minutes, if you didn't really listen to the words, you wouldn't really know that it's even a Christian band, you know. But then, obviously, when you listen to the lyrics, you know, when that when they drop that first Jesus sprink on you, you know, you probably know, all right, these guys are probably Christians. And so, yeah, they're... uh they're really good, man. So, anyway, they have a song called Sleep in the Storm. And it's one of my favorite songs by them. And it's one of my favorite Christian songs uh, in total, I think. Probably in the top 10 or top 15. Well, that just listening to that song, I, I heard it in my earbuds this morning or yesterday morning. Or, you know, all the mornings kind of become a blur in my life because that's the time of the day when I train. And so, you know, the music I hear or the moments necessarily, it's all kind of just squished together. But I heard this song and I'm like, you know, this would make a really good podcast or this would make a really good YouTube video. I may end up doing both at some point, but I wanted to go ahead and put this out on the podcast for you guys who, you know, you might be, you might be commuting or you might be, you know, on the treadmill right now, just trying to power through your steady state cardio and just kind of burn off some calories well, let me take the next 10 minutes and maybe I can preoccupy your mind so that the time goes by kind of quickly. So Sleeping in the Storm. So it was inspired by that song. But if we actually go to scripture, there's a couple of moments in scripture that I looked up that I remembered when I was thinking about putting this podcast together. But I couldn't necessarily pinpoint exactly the verses or the areas of scripture when these two events happened. The first one that I actually first learned about within the last few weeks when I while I was doing my James study and putting together those Bible bursts for you guys that I do on YouTube. I'm up to Bible verse number four now. That's going to be coming out here in the next couple of days. And then I'm going to wrap it all up with Bible verse number five, which is chapter five of James. But one of the references that uh, I came across in putting that guy together was in Acts 27 verse 22. And this is actually Paul speaking. And they're on a boat Paul is on a boat with a bunch of passengers and they are in the midst of a raging storm. They are in the midst of just this incredible, you know, tsunami, typhoon, whatever you want to call it. But I mean, things are looking pretty hairy for everybody. And Paul says, this is Acts 27, 22. But now I urge you to keep up your courage because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will will be destroyed. And so Paul is basically saying to himself and all the passengers, hey, you need to sleep through this storm. You need to be steady. You need to have courage. And you need to calm yourself even while the sea just rages up around us. And so I, I heard that and I read that and I studied that a little bit going through James and then getting ready for this podcast. And I'm like, that is incredible advice, insight for, you know, how to live as a Christian, for how to actually live the gospel in your everyday life. That is incredible advice. 
That is an incredible suggestion. It's an incredible suggestion because A, there's a tremendous amount of truth to that, but B, that is not easy to do. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that's really, really hard to do. I mean, when the seas of life are raging around you, whether it be your kids or your parents or your friends or your spouse or your job or just life in general, right? When you're in the midst of one of life's tsunamis that inevitably will come your way, will come my way, will come everyone's way, it's really, really difficult sometimes to have courage and to steady your nerves and to calm your spirit and just say, all right, you know, I need to... I need to think about what Paul said to the passengers in Acts 27-22, right? I need to think about Scripture. I need to think about, you know, how God would want me to handle this situation. And so that was the first reference that really motivated me and inspired me. But then the second one comes from the man himself. So if you look in the Gospels, I don't know if it's in all four Gospels. I know it's in Mark 4 and Matthew 8. But if you look in Mark 4 or Matthew 8, there's actually a scene where Jesus is on a boat with his disciples. And again, they're in the midst of a storm. The sea is raging. Tsunami, typhoon, tidal wave, you know, whatever you want to call it. And Jesus is literally asleep. So Jesus is literally sleeping in the storm. And I'd be willing to bet that this is probably where the unspoken guys kind of got the, you know, the inspiration for their song. Given that they are a Christian band and, you know, you go to Mark 4, Matthew 8, Jesus is literally sleeping in the storm. And the disciples are like blown away by this. They're like, hey man, what are you doing? Like, we're all about to die and you're over there napping. Like, you're over there, like, literally fast asleep. And it's funny because, like, Jesus, they wake Jesus up and he's kind of, like, perturbed that they woke him up. And, obviously, what does he do next? Well, he calms the storm. He just says, you know, sea be calm and the the sea is calm. And it's literally like, you know, the the sea and the water has just become a sheet of glass. And they're, they're so calm, you wouldn't even believe that a storm had just rolled through there seconds earlier. Well, I I look at Paul in Acts, I look at Jesus in the Gospels, and I'm like, you know, that is what I want my life to be like. That is what I want my life to be characterized by. I want to get to a spot where I am living the Gospel so thoroughly in my everyday life That I am able to sleep through the storms that life will inevitably throw my way. Now whether that be sleep in a literal sense or sleep in a figurative sense. right? I think we all kind of know what I'm getting at here. I want to get to a spot. And I'm not there yet man. I'm not even close. But I want to get to a spot where no matter what life throws my way. I'm going to be okay. And I mean even look at like Paul. Like he spent so much of his time in prison. I mean, he got to a spot where, you know, I don't have the scripture at hand or off the top of my head, but he got to a spot where, 
Like, he was really, you know, putting Jesus on blast, man. Like, he was just getting Jesus' name out there to anybody that would listen. I mean, he wrote so much of the New Testament, you know. And so, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, and, you know, Ephesians. And, I mean, he wrote so much of the, so much of God's Word. I mean, God used him as an incredible tool for his kingdom. But it got near the end of Paul's life. I think this happened near the end. Where, you know, his captors were like, what are we going to do with this guy? Like, this guy, like, Paul literally said, hey, you know, if you kill me, if you end my life, I'm okay with that. Because I'm just going to go be with Jesus, which is where I want to be anyway. But if you don't end my life, then I'm just going to keep shouting his name from the rooftops. And I hear that. And I'm like, what do you do with a guy like that? I mean, literally, you can't win with a guy like that. And I'm like, there is a guy that literally embodied how to sleep through the storm. And I'm like, man, I want my life to be like that. And so I would, you know, if you guys take anything away from from this podcast, you know, if you're a fellow Christian, maybe this motivates you. Maybe this inspires you. Maybe you weren't familiar with the story in Acts. You know, maybe you weren't familiar with the story in the Gospels. And you're thinking, all right, you know, maybe it just causes you to pause and think about your own life. And the, own, and, and, and the storms that you might be experiencing, you know, in your own situation. And my hope is that maybe somehow, you know, God will show you a different way to approach that. And maybe it will have some calm and some courage and what have you. But the other thing that really spoke to me as I was getting ready to do this, this episode here and as I was thinking through kind of my thoughts centered around specifically the Gospels of Mark and Matthew where Jesus is sleeping in the storm. And I'm like, all right, I'm a Christian. I'm trying to live the Gospel. I'm trying to make it a part of my daily life. That is what I'm striving to do. So as I do that, something kind of dawned on me. I thought, you know who my real role model is in this world? You know who ultimately I really want to be like? I want to be like Jesus, man. That's what I want to be like. Now, I will never attain his perfection. I will never attain his pristine righteousness. But I just want to become a little bit more like him day in and day out. You know, in this in the world that we live in here in 2018, I mean, there are so many people around us that we look up to. And there are so many people that we would label as role models in our lives. And I certainly have, you know, many in my life. I mean, in the world of fitness, I mean, Lane Norton, I look up to him in a big way. I mean, Alberto Nunez, I look, him, I look up to him in a big way. Cliff Wilson, I look up to him in a big way. These are pro natural bodybuilders. I love these guys. And they have had an incredible impact on me. From a finance standpoint... I mean, honestly, working at Tasty Trade, I mean, Tom is an incredible role model to me. And I'm not even talking about his abilities as a trader, which are second to none, in my opinion. I'm talking about his character. You know, like I work at Tasty Trade every day and I have a chance, you know, I'm on the road with him quite a bit. And I've gotten to know him, you know, not really, really well, but I've gotten to know him, you know, better than a lot of people. And he's just a really, really good person. And I'm just like, yeah, that's just really, really cool. And then from a faith standpoint, I mean, you know, there's, uh, I mean, the list here goes on and on. But my wife, Autumn, incredible role model for me. 
I mean, Kenny Baker, our pastor here at Park Community, incredible role model to me. Eli Morris, one of the pastors at Hope back in Memphis who married me and Autumn, incredible role model to me. I mean, Doug Ruddle, my stepfather-in-law, incredible role model to me, incredible example to me of what it's like to be a man of God. And I'm like, these, these, these guys are just amazing. They're incredible. But the ultimate role model to me, the one that I look to for ultimate guidance in my life is Jesus Christ, man. It is Jesus Christ. And I look at Mark and I look at Matthew and I'm like, there's Jesus, man. He is snoozing in the storm. And so you know what? The next time that life sends a storm my way, which might be later today, I'm going to try to remember this. And it might not it might not allow me to sleep in a literal sense because I don't know that I'll ever get to that point. But maybe it will calm my nerves and kind of steady my spirit in such a way that I can respond and react in a way that is more Christ-like because I'm not emotionally charged and I don't say something, you know, silly that I, that I wish I hadn't said because I was able to recall, you know, some scripture, some gospel and what Jesus did in a moment that is exactly like the one that I'm experiencing now. So that's it, man. Sleep in the storm. I hope you guys got something from this. Uh, I hope I didn't... Uh totally go off on too many tangents but uh i think i think i kept this one pretty tight i'm kind of proud of myself because i don't usually do that that's kind of a rare occurrence for me so i hope you guys enjoyed this and uh we'll see you guys next time thank you guys thank you guys so much if you wanted to take 10 seconds and hop on over to iTunes and leave me a rating, you can five-star it, you can one-star it, but you obviously should five-star it. Write me a review. Man, that would mean so much to me. I would be so appreciative. And uh, yeah, that's it. God bless you guys.